Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the third episode of the Footprint Podcast. I'm your co-host, Shetoni Grant. To my left, we got my man, Derek Stevenson. Derek! Yes, sir. What's going on, man? You know what I'm saying? We got, to the right of me, The Cloth. One more, Reverend Ferguson! Yes, yes, God bless and keep you. <laughs> and then we got a special guest for you guys, everyone. We got my right-hand hitter, you know what I'm saying, from Full Sail University, my dog, Nadine LaRue. Say what's up to the people, big dog! What's up, people? You know what I'm saying? So, you know what we like to do on the show? We like to open up in prayer by my boy, my dog, Cloth. So, Cloth, take it away. Uh, God, once again, we do thank you for this day. Um, we thank you that you've given us another opportunity, oh God. Be with us, oh God, in this uh, session. And yeah, may, may you touch the eyes and ears of everyone who will tune in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. So for today's topic, we're going to give you guys the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to be talking about college resources and how you can use these resources to not make the mistakes that we made or some things that we didn't even know that existed that are out there for you guys to be successful in the world. So first things first, first question. <clears throat> what are some of the resources that you know now that you wish you knew in college? I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna let Red, I mean, Derek answer that because he's a poet. He's, he's the, he's, he's a good. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Because that was the number one resource I really, really wish I had used more of um, when I first entered college. Mm. Let me tell you, I thought I was uh, excelling in writing. Um, in 12th grade, I was just getting dibbling and dabbling into that like poetry field. But <laughs> my first couple of papers in my college career, all marked in red, just red all <laughs> over. Um, and I really wish I had took advantage of my college's writing center. Um, tutoring um, at large is a huge resource that for a number of reasons, students may not tap into as much as they should. Um, however, I want to specify the writing center. Um, what I first learned or what I was supposed to in college was just how many styles of writing there um, is. You, your intent for writing changes based on the class, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's within the same major. And so it's really important for you to tap into the writing center as a resource to uh, build up your bag of tools to be able to be very versatile in how you approach um, each assignment, each paper. I couldn't approach um, some of my research papers with the literary lens um, that I was so accustomed to writing. Uh, I simply couldn't approach some of my public speaking papers or speeches how I would approach it uh, with writing a poem, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, Finally, going to the writing center helped me reduce some of those uh, red notes on my uh, paper from my my dear professors. Um, And so that's our first resource is that when I got to college, I really wish I would have tapped into more sooner. Okay. And and when you talk about writing styles for the people out there, there's one writing style I didn't do, and that's called Chicago. Uh, But what he means by that is, you know, LMA... APA and Chicago, and they do have 
forms that they print out in the writing center, as you as you said, and you can pick it up and it'll it'll show you the type of writing that those writing are required. <laughs> or you can look at PurdueOwl.com online as well, and then I'll put that in the link below to give you guys the resources on that. Nadine, <laughs> what are some resources that you know now that you wish you knew when you was in college? I would definitely say a lot of the instructors, I wouldn't consider them a resource, like into my network of people. I would see them as just learning from. Um, turns out they know a lot of people at the school, so they can link you up to who you need to go to. Right. But going into community college, I didn't know that. Going into college period and getting out of high school, I didn't really have somebody to like teach me uh, what credits were. I didn't even know what like what we were doing with our GPAs in high school. So going to community college, I didn't really know what was going on. But my academic advisor was definitely the one that I would go to, like if I needed to know who to talk to about something, like I was terrible at writing papers. And he was just like, talk to your English instructor. I'm like, really? He's like, I mean, as your instructor, you would think it sounds obvious, right. but if you're not led to think that way, then it's not that easy to find your way. So I stayed after with my English professor. She taught me how to write. Mm. And now I'm really good at writing. I'm really good at research papers. I can write and research, and I'm very confident in it now. I know how to cite all my things, list my sites out, even do um, bibliographies if I need to. So I would definitely say the instructors are your best friends, and your academic advisor is your best friend. Mm, right. Well, I'm glad that you think that. <laughs> now, my, now, hold up. My success coach going in community college, that was a whole different story. You got a success coach, advisor? So that's why what? it was so difficult because there are so many different people. It's so difficult to figure out who's supposed to be what. Well, my success coach was new, and that's what happened in my community college where I took a whole year of classes I did not even need because my success coach Placed that into my uh, my enrollment. <laughs> See, but I, but here's the thing, though. I feel like I feel like for that situation is based on the people and what your mindset and what you're looking for. Because, like you said, a success coach gave you one thing, and you was like, "Wait a minute, what?" And then you know, your teachers might give you another thing on how you think. So it's whatever I th I believe, like whatever you believe in, in that you know aspect but yeah you got all that I <laughs> man I got life coaches hitting me up now I'm like look I got two great mentors you know what I'm saying? okay I'm lying I ain't got two I got about like 10 of them but it's all right though you know what I'm but it's about finding your resource it doesn't have to be a direct it doesn't have to be a direct institutional resource it can be something that you find that works for you so it's not necessarily just the writing center that's there it's maybe the person who sets the writing center up with the people that needs to be filled in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Big rap! Ooh, full transparency, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to college to become a teacher. Really? I never knew that. That's interesting. I thought you went to college, going college going. to become a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, that, a preacher's that, a teacher. That, 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 yeah, first, I mean, yeah. that, first, that first semester, that's when I accepted my call. But I, I went to the, the college I ended up going to was known for uh, producing teachers. Mm. Want to do middle school, middle school, high school, math, and history. Um, 
but I wasn't locked in for real. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would say one of the one of the obvious campus resources is the library. God knows I was allergic to it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna be transparent with y'all. Y'all know how we get down. He said I was allergic to it. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to go in the library. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be around it. I, I was, you know, I got. You know, I got practice. I was playing ball at the time. Uh, what type of ball? Let, let I'm, people, I'm sorry, football. football. I'm yeah, playing yeah. Football. First year as a fullback. Now you saw this running. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want to eat and go sleep. <laughs> got time for all this um but um I, I would say the library and it it wasn't my best friend library number one library didn't become my best friend until i, I started my graduate work right. mm, because yeah. then i started locking down uh, um and i would they had they had to in fact they would have to put me out and then i began working there at the library oh so you got that access yeah yeah that's, you got that right. plug i feel you that's right uh but the other thing plug for everybody who don't know means hook up that, <laughs> yeah yeah I just, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute see so, so you trying no, to get me no, arrested no, no, right. the plug is your resource i see some i see some lights outside i'm gonna go ahead and cut them <laughs> but uh the, the second one was uh, a tutor and i think uh derek and nadine mentioned it um, I didn't realize how important a tutor was until I started taking Greek and Hebrew. What? Greek and Hebrew? De dead languages. Yeah, uh, no. It's original languages of the Bible. I did uh, four semesters of each. Um, I had to, we had to do, they're called flashcards. You, you have like um, vocabulary okay. that you have to study. Um, terrible. Spelling <laughs> and, and vocab and stuff, that, that wasn't my thing. And so... I had to go home after my first year. I went to community college, came back. First semester, I was taking Hebrew. Um, had to work the flashcards. Listen, who on this campus knows about these symbols on this paper? Because I'm about to lose my mind. And I went from needing a, a tutor to becoming a tutor. Mm. That's the growth. I, I, I didn't I didn't understand I didn't understand it that first year because all I really wanted to do is just play ball, hang out with the ladies, and go to sleep. Not a bad lifestyle so, though. This is the fourth this is the fourth edition. Y'all know how we get down. Um if you if you gon this is an investment. <laughs> so take advantage. Because this thing is not just a pretty penny, <laughs> um, it's a, it's a it's a crisp dollar <laughs> to, to be in college. So, yeah, I would I would say the library and then tutors. Okay, okay. For me, I'm also say the library, but my library experience is different. That was our hangout spot, okay. you know. So, because you know, I'm alum here, so Wesley was the hangout spot when I went to Valencia Community College. It was a hangout spot, but we wanted to do nothing in no library. Like, you know, it was just chit-chat, you know, socializing, whatever the case may be. Um, so, yes, um, unfortunately, I did COVID, you know. So, in my graduate school, the online library was my best friend and resources and tools. So, I took advantage of that. When I was an undergrad, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, you know, I didn't take it as serious as I should but until my senior year, junior year, that's when I'm like, I'm locked in. I'm going to graduate school. And like Nadine said, you know, 
teachers. It, it was like in 3P, teachers, um, you know, writing center with the resources and the library. It was just like boom, 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 media lab, math lab, anything. If I couldn't read it, do it, hey, I need you for an extra hour. And here at Wesley, we have an open door policy. Boy, I was in... Hello? Yeah, you free? Yeah, come on in, Shantoni. Let's sit down for a second. Let's talk about it. You feel me? So, um, yeah, I would say, I know that that's like rambling, I'm going on a circle, but I wish I used that uh, my freshman or sophomore year more versus just using it my junior year and senior year. So for me, it would be all, well, well all through you guys said tied into one. That interconnected. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to add on to the library just a tad bit because I, I did transition and sp- spend a significant amount of time to the library. And especially if you have endeavors outside of the college, the library can be a great resource. Many libraries have like media labs where you can even check out equipment from cameras, microphones, um, backdrops, um, a more advanced computer usage. Um, so even for some of your endeavors that stand outside of the academic setting, the library can be a resource as opposed to trying to like develop funds to like purchase some of this equipment. It can be a great start for some of those endeavors as well. So there's so many different components of the library that can be a great resource to a student in all areas of their life. So appreciate y'all mentioning that. So the second question would be, what resource in college helped you? Whew. The whole college. (laughs) The whole institution. Somebody's prayers. (laughs) Go ahead, D. No, I particularly later on, the College Career Center, mm. Career Readiness Center. Okay. I mean, um, even as an alum, um, sometimes I still go back to that center for support. Uh, and many people may not know that many colleges still offer the support to the alum, um, specifically in that center. So from resume and cover letter writing to um, wardrobe and interview readiness, um, they Many offer mock interviews to like prepare you. Mm-hmm. Many have direct ties to um, businesses, organizations that may lead to internships and whatnot. So they um, from different assessments, right? Uh, most recently, I think I took the Strong's Interest Inventory again. Um, that gives you. Um, an assessment that maps out, it's not definitive, but it maps out various areas, career fields that you may have interests or passions and then helps align that with career um, careers that, that fit into that category. So even some of the assessments that the Career Center has um, access to is such a huge resource to any student or alumni. Yes, sir. Nadine? Yeah, I definitely agree with the career development. Um, I know Full Sail has um, a lifetime commitment, committed um, representatives at the Career Development Center who are still reaching out to me today. They found out that I got a new job and they're just wanting to see how I'm doing. And I think that I respect that, that they're just trying to see how you're doing. Most students are like going to ignore them. And I like to take advantage of it because like Shantoni always says, just just got to show up and it's true statement like you never know what opportunity is going to present itself if you just show up and so 
I would definitely also say that I didn't always use the library as my resource. I did use it for meetings with, um, I was uh, going into prospective business areas where I would meet up with different people at the library. They had like little conference um, rooms, had a whiteboard, had a table, had connections um, as far as for computers and stuff and projectors. So I would definitely say that the um, library was a great resource for that particular thing. But then I would also, instead of like diving into my instructors, uh, I would go a little bit above that. I became pretty good friends with my program director um, for my grad program and um, for my undergrad program. So I got to meet up with both of them and talk to them. I basically was like, I want to be in your position one day. And um, hey, careful, they might take that as a threat. Well, <laughs> well, I told them, like, as a honestly, I want to be mentored by you guys. I want to see how you guys got there. I want to, a lot of the things that they have done uh, as far as their career, um, their college career and in their career, the professional career, there's a lot of things that they have done that I've already wanted to do prior to meeting them, which gave me the drive to talk to them and be inspired by them. So I would definitely say that those were my greatest resources. I got to coordinate certain meetings. You were in the um, program advisory meeting that I was able program advisory committee meeting mm -hmm. that I was able to coordinate. And that was a big deal because um, not only did we get to pretty much wow our program director, we got to wow a lot of industry professionals. Um, so it, you got many opportunities as long as you just show up. So That's half the battle right there. I tell people all the time. Show up and look cute. No, I'm <laughs> no but showing up is like, I believe, 75% of the battle. So... What about you, Rail? I'm, I'm going to pick up from where Nadine just left off. Um, it's, and it's going to sound interesting, um, but part of my interview here, I talked about the time I spent with the chaplain in my undergrad. Okay. <laughs> um, he was extremely influential um, during my time on the campus, but also being able to kind of work with him. I was like, I, I think I could do this one day. Um, I know I would need some more training, um, you know, uh, grow a little bit more. The expectations for people in, in uh, Concordia in the pre-seminary program was you were going from Seward, Nebraska. And for those that don't know where Seward, Nebraska is, <laughs> that's 30 minutes west of Lincoln. <laughs> um, if you know, if you've heard of the Cornhuskers, uh, um, about 30 minutes west of the Cornhuskers, you would go from Seward, Nebraska to St. Louis. The only problem was I wasn't uh, I wasn't Lutheran, uh, I, I was Methodist, and so I wasn't sure if they would let me in their seminary. You know, there, there's all of that. That's a whole other conversation for another. There's time. levels to this, yeah. But um, being able to hang around the chaplain, um, spending that time with with him, um, and and taking that journey, this is actually one of my bucket lists. <laughs> For my life, you know, to become a cha college chaplain, there's some other other things on the list, um, but this was one of one uh, when, when when, well, I, I won't go into all that right now, <laughs> but hanging around with my chaplain and then also um, the pre-seminary advisor um, because he had served as a pastor, and I knew one day I would serve as a pastor. So how do I take the world of academia? 
and also the pastoral, you know, the, the church, um, how does this all fit together? <laughs> how does that all work? And so, you know, what, what, how do you balance that? You know, how do you balance life with these responsibilities and these responsibilities? So uh, walking with those two persons, the chaplain had been a pastor. He is now a pastor. And so being able to talk to them kind of it really helped me. So that's good to hear, big dog. Um, for me, as I stated before, the whole college. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even being funny, man, because I always, you know, growing up, I didn't take advantage of my resources. And, you know, when people say, would you go back and fix anything? Nope, I wouldn't fix nothing because I'm right where I need to be. But um, when I came to college, I made sure I said I was going to take advantage of all the resources here. And I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I don't know, you know, I'm an alumni. I can speak for this, boy. Wesley did a good job hiring the people they hired because they helped me and got me where I need to be, right? So what I mean by that, so as far as resources, I had two great mentors to this day. To this day, like you feel me, um, Coach Desiree Driver and Leah Hill. But they're separate because Des taught me how to be a go getter and tell me all the resources you need to use. You need to read this book, boom, boom, boom. And then Leah taught me the more professional side, like yo, you need to carry yourself more professionally. You need to know how to sit down and shut up. Well, I used to come in the office, have my little chair. <laughs> leaning in the chair. She like, sit up. Why you look like you on the streets counting like money? Like, come on. Now. I'm like, look, Lee, that's what we not going to do. But but it helped me. You know what I'm saying? She said me, you know, she was sending me things to read as well because God knows I didn't like reading. But, um, you know, just things like that. Just like I said, 75% of the job is showing up like, hey, you need to go here and represent yourself. You need to look at these resources and tools. And like the teachers, they, we have an open door policy. I build relationships with all my teachers. So realistically, I was like, hey, I need help. All right, come see me in my office hours. I'm open door policy here. So I was like, bad. And then some of the teach, the one of the teachers, Ms. Mohan Doyle, was the director of the writing center. So that was like, it went from class, her, writing center. It was just a three-peat. So the whole college was, I made sure I used down to the crumb. If you saw a, a cookie crumb on there, I licked it up, boy. I made sure I used all my resources. I used all my resources. I was with you. Hey, Derek, where we going? I made sure I used every... This podcast has been brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> I made sure I used all my resources in here, and it worked. Same at Full Sail. When I went to Full Sail, we was in COVID. I ain't let that stop me. Like Gary Jones said, shout out to you, Gary. The man said this, we didn't survive the pandemic. I said, what the, what then what? We alive, what are we doing in this day? Is that we thrived in the pandemic. I said, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I got up and, yes, sir. Matt looking at me at the side like, hey, yo, Tony, you got to sit down. <laughs> Nobody ain't standing up. So for me, I feel like even when I went to full set, I thrived in that mud. I used every resources. You know, even when we was in our master's class, we had like, different seminars about, you know, finance and this and that. And I went to all of them, even though I ain't learned nothing probably. And something sticks, something did it. But I was there because I ain't going to never miss an opportunity. I ain't going to miss another meal. You crazy. So, you know. <laughs> listen, listen here. Listen here. I think <laughs> based off of what you heard so far, the biggest, the top number one above everything we've said thus far, 
the number one resource you can have is a Shantoni. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is never a dull yes. moment. The realist. <laughs> the hey, find your Shantoni. <laughs> That's the number one resource right there. But I'm for real, though. Yeah. Like, you got to, I tell people, you got to love the part. You got to love this. Because at the end of the day, you invest in yourself. Well, I can't throw 40K in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what? Unless I'm going to make 80. I'm, yeah, but, I, yeah, the whole college. Anywhere I go, I always make sure. And, and you have to be genuine with it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just use people. I don't like people like that. So, I always come. If I don't like you and you can be the most powerful in the world, it's deuces. What we talk, you ain't gonna bless my happiness, you know what I'm saying? Kind of expound on one of those parts, um, of just like of not using people because, um, I even feel like your peers are a huge resource. Um, um, if you take a moment to recognize, I even speak to the demographics of Wesleyan, you have a huge international population, uh, population of international students, and uh, what I've communicated to um, some of the students who are local um, was that it's again, if you think about your future endeavors in the present, you're tapped into or you what you have accessible is people who you can network who live from all across the world right now. Mm-hmm. That is a huge resource. However, in terms of the approach is not building relationship with them solely to get something out of them. It's like building a genuine, meaningful relationship that can sustain over the years and can be mutually beneficial when you progress beyond your undergrad experience. So, um, but your peers are number one uh, resource, especially in terms of uh, networking and progressing long after you've graduated. I will hop in I will mm-hmm. t- t- touch something on very similar. Um, the greater community, mm-hmm. um, building those relationships. Yes, I, I, I thought um, a, a person's you don't you don't know who knows who. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was listening. I was listening to a preacher said he went to go preach a revival. Thought there was going to be about two hundred there. It only been, it only ended up being about ten or fifteen people. He saw the crowd. He was like, you know what? I'm I'm a laid back. This, that, and the other. I, you know, it's not it's not that. the it's not the numbers I thought it was yeah, gonna be. He, he said he said God convicted him on that, and he went out there and gave it his all. I would have jacked just, him up. Tell him God, he would have had to see me. Well, well, I, <laughs> I paid thirty eight fifty. You ain't gonna give me. You know what I'm saying? I said keep that same energy, bro. It don't matter if you're talking to prisoners, kids. 5,000 people, 10,000 people. You give them that same energy because that's how you get respect, man. See, what ended up happening is, um, and he, he was passing somewhere else, but someone in that in that 10 to 12 knew the pastor, where he was going, basically, mm-hmm. just to uh, shorten the story, um, and said, you know what, this, this, this guy came and he blessed us. Hey, y'all might want to think about hiring him. It's, it's Baptist Church. Y'all might want to think about bringing him in because the pastor's getting ready to retire. And now he's, I think he was pastoring maybe about 50, 70 members. Now he's at a church of 4,000. You don't know who knows who in the community. And you you build those relationships, um, long-lasting relationships, so that you have, you know, you have those people that you can talk to, people that you invest in, and people that invest in you. 
But again, you don't know who knows who and you don't know where you will go on your journey. Um, and you will need those persons that you've built those relationships with. So yeah. I'd just say greater, greater community. Yeah, I like that. So for our last question today, here's, here's a, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Um, what are some of the resources that you wish that was more accessible to students? And you can speak on your respective college. You obviously you be there, like you know. So you got a Starbucks in uh, <laughs> You ain't got a Starbucks in your college? Oh, not, not my undergrad. Really? Like, when I when I saw that, I was like, that's a that's a calf. What? Man, some big institutions you got Chick Fil A. I said, wait a minute, the Lord? Uh, Chick Fil A. <laughs> that's the Lord. That's, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's the Lord. I said fries. the Lord. <laughs> I said, that's a devil's chicken. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, really disrespectful. But let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something, bro. I ain't never seen, this This is what kind of blows me. I ain't never seen a fight in a Chick-fil-A line. That's that's the Lord's chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Them them the Lord's waffle fries right there. The Lord's chicken. Straight straight from from heaven. Straight from heaven. I have never seen a fight. Because, you know, if they fight one time, that's on High Witness News. Because... Popeyes, oh. they dropped that chicken. Boy, that, that chicken, what it was that chicken sandwich? People were swinging. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so, can you fight with somebody who says my pleasure though? No, <laughs> nah. it's a pleasure to serve you. Yeah. yeah, I remember one time they messed up. They messed up. They get, you know, they didn't give me something. They was like, oh my, you can um, keep it, and we're gonna remake it and give you. I said, wait a minute, what? You go to you feel me? Go to another restaurant. You about to fight for your food that you paid for? They, they gonna get attitude yes, with you for messing up your order? Yeah, I gave you them fries. Like no, you didn't. I just laughed. Like it's crazy. All right, so back on top of that. So what resources? Everybody that needs you to wish Tony. You right there. that you see more for students? Oh, I can answer. Y'all want to answer? What's up? Oh, the answer is me. Uh, I, I wish Antonio Grant <laughs> was more accessible to students. Because you know oh, why? I got you. I got you, you. you. Let me tell you why. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. This is not cocky. This is wisdom. I've been around so many mentors and I gained so much knowledge that I want to spread it to the students. You get what I'm saying? But but Antonio Grant can't be everywhere at one time. You get what I'm saying? So, perfect example, say if a kid is in his room or a couple group of kids want to play video game stream or need a photographer or whatever, I know the contacts. I can I don't know who they are. They can access me more than I can access them because obviously my information is online. You know what I'm saying? So for me, me. <laughs> that's just real. Or somebody that's that has all the, the resource, because at the end of the day, knowledge is power. And what you can do with that knowledge to help people is power. You know what I'm saying? A big a big thing with that and something we learned in our master's program is about leadership. The leaders you've learned from produced you as a leader, and you should do the same in producing others to be leaders rather than followers. Of course. Because real leaders produce real leaders. So Servant leadership. That's what I'll go by. You know what I'm But a resource that I do wish that most, a lot of people would go into is public speaking or communication or somewhere in that area because a lot of students, the biggest hindrance of what they have as to why they don't even go into their resources is because they don't know how to they don't know how to talk to people they don't there are students who are coming from homes that never been to college or even finished high school and they're just exploring they don't know who to talk to I didn't know who to talk to I had to figure it out I developed 
an overwhelming eye twitch because I had to figure it out. And so every time I get stressed, that twitch, I'm just like, ah, oh, okay. I know what this is because I had to figure it out. So I feel like communicating and public speaking and be able to talk to people in a manner that is understanding, I feel like that's where some students need to need to dive in more. Oh, 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 I got a serious answer now. Now, now I got a serious answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that my answer was serious. This is a more serious answer. Um, I feel like finance class on how to make money and how money is moved around and how the system work and survival class. We need, we need to know how to hunt, gather, how to survive on your own. You know what I'm saying? Those two classes, fishing and auto, those are essentials. And from what I was told back in the day, they used to do have classes like that, but they don't have it now. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those two right there, they'll save your life. Yeah. Um, one thing about what I wish was more accessible, um, I go on the social-emotional learning route. Um, I think there has been a increase in conversation and focus on mental health and uh, um, and social emotional needs. Um, and I just wish it was more accessible. Um, there was one incident in particular that happened to me in college um, that um, I was basically just trying to deal with on my own to say until my grades started falling and then uh, my core advisor was one of my professors as well. And I ran into a situation where if I didn't pass that class specifically, I had to wait an entire year to take that class again, right? Okay. Which would have set me back for graduation. And so um, she said she was, uh, she worked with me, but like one of her biggest push was for me to go to the school's counseling center, right? And that was uh, one of the first, I can't recall specifically, but among the first times I had, uh, started going to counseling, you know, and so just, from from there of like communicating your needs of what you um communicating your experiences or communicating your needs based on your experiences um anger management i put under that i think there's a lot of stigma around anger management i feel like every single person needs to um um um, go to anger management because it's not for people who just may uh, be perceived as explosive or or uh, unhinged, right? Mm -hmm. If you're frustrated and you're bothering all of that up inside as well, you need anger management. It's all about that continued uh, work to be able to express yourself effectively um, and not be derailed from your daily responsibilities because of your lack of emotional regulation. So again, I think I just wish the conversation classes, whatever, was emphasized that much more in curriculum um, in terms of uh, social emotional learning. God, that was deep. I agree, yeah. Well, I'm an angry soul, so I need that. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait. Well, <laughs> oh, for real, like, you right. Like, hey, bro, I'm just passionate, because I tell you, you mess with my passion, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I get angry. Yeah. Mental yeah. mental management yeah. is definitely something I agree that should be more accessible. What about you, Rev? You're the preacher. Uh, um, um, so, so it, was, it was something that Derek said earlier, um, the, the career development, is right. that, that, that yeah. program, that resume building, mm -hmm. interview skills, mm -hmm. 
Um, I didn't get that in undergrad, um, even though I had tried to apply for jobs beforehand, you know, try to get something over the summer, um, you know, they, they tell you, you know, go get a haircut, put a nice towel you know, this, that, and the other. Um, and at that time, I know I'm dating myself here, but you would fill out an application, go turn it in, mm-hmm. and then they would call you. Know some of y'all like what? <laughs> I, I know I'm dating myself. No, no, no. I do the same thing too. Uh, hey, I've um, been there. To you know, building a resume, um, you know, understanding that I, I you know, I, I know you got Google out here now, but having that understanding at 16, 17, 18 uh, would have blessed me tremendously. Um, oh, there was something else that you all said. Um, but I, I just forgot it. Um, y'all, y'all keep talking. I'll, I'll jump back. It's like, it's, like, it's like double Dutch. I know for a fact, I one other thing that's been just ringing in my head is um, study abroad. And, um, I That is one thing I look back on and wish I took advantage of the opportunity to study abroad. Um I recognize people want to graduate by a certain time, and uh, there, there are other components that go into it, but building those co- uh, global competencies or like that exposure to different um, uh, countries and cultures um, is, is so necessary in, in, in multiple ways from um, like learning how those cultures can um, bleed into your own area or like personal development from just offering grace and, and understanding or working to be empathetic of people who have experience outside of yours to uh, it, so, so many other areas. And so I say like personally, it was many years after college, I, I even got my passport, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and you can travel on your own. However, I think for those of us who are just entering the space of going to another country, doing it in a structured program where you have leadership, supervision, companionship, right? Uh, because my first time going outside the country, I was just by myself. I was just made my own itinerary. I was kind of just wandering, right? And so that may help um, almost build that habit or um, build your uh, foundation for what's necessary when you travel into different spaces. So taking advantage of that study abroad uh, opportunity, I, I highly encourage all, all students to do. You ain't lying, because I tried to do that my uh, senior year. I never forgot. I said, Leah, we can study overseas? She's right. like, yeah, let me see what I can do for you. She looked over, yeah, no. No, no it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> and I was jealous because I had a co-worker who went, and I was like, yo, I could have been foreign? Well, I am foreign. I'm full Jamaican. But I was like, bruh, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with that. And there was one more thing. Oh, here at North Carolina Wesley College, we do have the Aquan program for what Rev was saying. I'll put that in the description below. Uh, resources, resume building, um, interview building as well, and how to approach interviews and how to be able to critique your resume. So we do have those services here on campus. But, uh, yeah. I, I got my second one. Uh, go ahead, bro. Talk uh, your con- noise. Conflict resolution. Before I started working here, um, I, I was um, working at an after-school program, um, and it didn't, it, I mean, I was working with, I was working with middle school and high schoolers, 
and just any small joke, it'd go from zero to 15. Zero to Ready, 15. Ready? Yeah, zero I'm saying to, to 200. I'm going from sharing snacks to fighting. Oh, oh, that's a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Boy, hey, I used to, you know, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> you incriminate me. Yeah, 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 pulling up. We're pulling up. <laughs> Yeah, and I wasn't there, and I'm my twin. Yeah, and Red he wanted to be a middle school teacher. And that's the thing. Um, it went, I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I could not, for the life of me, something as simple as someone's opinion of you or, you know, the clothes you wear mm-hmm. would set these young people off. Right. And I mean, like, what you say? No, nah, we gonna tell. No, 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 Miss First, you want to get in this? I'll fight you too. No, nah, bro. First of all, right. you need to understand. I'm from the north side of St. Louis. Talk your noise. Talk your junk, bro. Don't, don't, don't let this college yeah. fool come out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't play that. <laughs> uh, uh, but to to go from to to go from you know laughing, there's no middle ground. Nah. And and and. And how how do I deal with people who disagree with me, right. or people you know? Again, it's roasting sessions now. You know, mm. it, it, it too, used to too, be in the morning too when you get off the bus. Oh, oh not, not, yeah. Yeah, when I was coming up, yeah, yeah, it, boy. It, it, it soon was, as you get off the bus, no, 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 bro. Listen it was to me. in class. <laughs> it, it, it was it was in the breakfast line. Go, but go ahead. Yeah, I used to get mad. He's like, bro, I ain't try that. It's it's six fifty in the morning. Yeah, who like, wakes up yeah. like this? <laughs> Like, y'all want to hey, I would have probably been mad too. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm talking about they letting us have it. Like, right. even when you walk in the class, they yeah. letting you oh, have it. Oh, now, now, growing up, absolutely. Bro, it should be rough, but go ahead, man. I'm sorry, uh, man. But, but help, helping, our, helping young people to develop skills, to, as simple as, you know what? I can't spend my energy here. Right. And I can't worry about what the crowd is going to say. Yeah. Um, um, I need I need something to help me to walk away from some stuff. <laughs> you know what King Vaughn said what, before he died, rest his soul, man? You know what I'm saying? He was saying that the problem is that people don't know how to talk to each other. But that's part of it. You part know what I'm saying? He was like, you know, you, you step on someone and say, my apologies. Like, nah, like, yo, I ain't going to apologize. I stepped on your shoe. Then we taking it from zero to 200. Yeah, well, some people are taught how, t- some people are taught and, like, from birth to argue. And, it, and I mean that, like, I grew up around that where people didn't know how, like, people, this is my side, this is my side, there's, all right, that's it. But compromising is working out and finding a middle ground. So you, this is what you want, this is what you want. I don't want what you want, you don't want what I want, but let's at least find something that kind of, like, connects to a middle ground. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you get everything you want. It doesn't necessarily mean I get everything I want. It just means that we found something that just stopped the arguing. And to bring back pretty much in perspective about resources, about mental health, about um, conflict resolution. Conflict resolution, just say zero to 100. Zero to 100. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just got out of a meeting with um, leading universities in Ukraine, and they are going through a lot right now. Specifically, we're talking about higher education, but overall, their entire country 
um, is needing our support in any way that we can, and we are their resources. Like whatever it is that they need, we're trying. We have to come together. We're talking about it right now, of what the U.S. can do, what partners we're going to be using, what resources we have. So I think this was a really good topic to tie into it because. If you didn't understand before, whether you're in high school, whether you're in college, whether you're in higher education, the fact is is that this is a global conflict that we're going through. So this is something that every single thing that we brought up today can be utilized in our own life situation. And that includes us being resources, us having a positive spirit. Um, Whether that means praying, I believe praying does plethora of pinpointed Uh, solutions and if we can't give a prayer if we can't give financially at least our positive spirits can push into the wave in the atmosphere and travel yes sir so we're at the point of time you know sadly we all got to go i wish i could play like some music for that but any parting words i got one no more excuses we just gave you the book you feel me ain't no more you better ask somebody at your school, you got probably more resources than I did. It's you better uh, ask somebody. Think less, do more. What you? What's yours, Derek? Um, yeah, I think we. I've said what I've said. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, just uh, I mean, I mean, one thing that rings true is like it's not an advantage if you don't take advantage. So Talk your noise. For sure, um, you gotta be willing to tap into those resources. Rev, Google me, Chuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, take, take some time to think before you act, um, think before you, think before you act, think before you type, think before you text, think before you tweet, all of it, <laughs> uh, because it can impact you, uh, more than you know. I agree. Rev, close us in prayer, please. Let's get it. Yes. Mm. No. <laughs> God, again, we thank you for this time together. Thank you, O God, for this um, fruitful conversation. Thank you, O God, again, for all the ears, O God, of the persons that uh, will tune in. I pray, God, that the words that have been spoken, the, the, the wisdom that has been shared on today would fall on good ground, that it would take root, that it would germinate, that it would grow into something, O God, that will help other people. God, help us to not be selfish for what we've received on today. But God, help us to share with others. Be with us um, until we're able to meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we see you guys in the next one. Peace. This episode is sponsored by North Carolina Wesleyan College. North Carolina Wesleyan College is a dynamic, student-centered, four-year private college that believes in the value of a liberal arts education. Wesleyan offers undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs preparing students for professional advancement, lifelong learning, and responsible participation in their communities. If you're interested in furthering your education, please visit us at ncwc.edu. Go Bishops!